So, I am doing another podcast, um, specifically because uh, just the other day I was, um, I did a post on Facebook and I'm, I'm one, I'm one of those that is like easily lit, like I'm going to respond to things and so I'm, I'm like an easy target for, for my ex-husband and his family, like they, they're like number one in gaslighting. If you can remember or look back on my Facebook page, you can see a couple uh, months ago I posted uh, a, a article by Psycho- Psychology Today about gaslighting because um, I get gaslighted a lot by my ex's family. And of course now... It's getting warm and things are going on. So much going on in the in the world. Like the gaslighting is real. But if you don't know what gaslighting is, I'll read a little bit from the um, the the article from Psychology Today. Of course, gaslighting is a tactic in which a person or entity, in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their reality. It works much better than what you may think. Anyone is susceptible to gaslighting, and it's a common technique of abusers, dictators, narcissists, and cult leaders. It is done slowly so the victim doesn't realize how much they've been brainwashed. For example, in the movie Gaslight, uh, 1944, a man manipulates his wife to the point where she thinks she's losing her mind. I can attest to that so much during my marriage um, to my ex-husband who had the um, 14 personalities. I'm not sure if all of his personalities would gaslight me, but I know specifically that he would just use that tactic endlessly um, to the point where I did. I thought I was losing my mind, so I started, I saw... um, mental health like I went to uh got a therapist and I was like I am freaking losing my mind because I'm like it's I can't explain it and it doesn't make sense and when I try to explain it to my parents or friends they're looking at me like I'm crazy so gaslighting is real so I'm gonna show you like the 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 article is basically 11 warning signs of gaslighting. And I'm going to go through them quickly and tell you like maybe a story or two about like how this crap was really going on. Okay, so number one, a gaslighter tells blatant lies. Um, That's like number one. Like, And I seriously, my ex-husband would lie to me so much that... I was so freaking confused. Sometimes I would, I would write, like write stuff down that he said, and I'm like, "You said this," and he'd be looking me dead in my face, like, "No, I didn't." One time I recorded him, like I recorded him and his lie, and I knew it was a lie. So I was like, "You know what? I'm not writing anything down because that's not true proof. I'm gonna record him." So I, I forget what he was telling me about. It was like something really weird. And, um, I, I played it back to him after I caught him in his line. He's like 
flip that back on me like that's what it was supposed like it's it's crazy so he that gaslighters tell they tell blatant lies Two, number two they deny that they've ever said something even though you have proof exactly like number one like i told you before i recorded them i wrote stuff down put dates on it and it didn't matter that's just like what he did and I, I it was so confusing to me so i would go to my therapist and i would tell my therapist and she was like yeah i'm gonna put you all in couples counseling and that that's kind of what started where we are so number three they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition and my post the other day on social media was about um, you know, like I hate my last name. I do. And I hate that my kids are carrying this last name because it just reminds me so much of what I went through. Like right now, my ex-husband and my, and his family, they are using my kids as ammunition to continue to gaslight me. And that's what hurts the most. I do at this point, I don't know what to do because I don't want to harm my kids in this at all. I see, like, I it's 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 heart disheartening to me because I'm raising my kids. I have them. I, they're three beautiful girls, and and I'm trying to do it where I don't put a negative persona on his family or him, but they keep doing weird things that could hurt them and I and it's done in a way where they throw the rock and hide their hand it does it's like it's gaslighting it's 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 real to the point where it looks like I'm the one that's breaking down or I'm the one it's it's so psychological but it's gaslighting like he's been diagnosed uh with this so we know it's real um but I hate that he's trying to use my kids as as a form um, of ammunition at me and oh right here in the article and if you want to look it up it's called 11 signs of 11 warning signs of gaslighting is written by psychology today but i'm gonna read you what number three says it said they use what is near and dear to you as ammunition they know how important your kids are to you and they know how important your identity is to you so those may be the first things they attack if you have kids, they tell you that you should not have had those children. They will tell you you'd be a worthy person if you didn't have a long list of negative traits. They attack the foundation of your being. And that is absolutely true. <laughs> it's, 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 it's crazy. I'm going through this. And I hate that I'm going through this. But, And the only reason why I do the podcast is because I want to make sure that if you identify this in yourself or it's got to be identified in yourself because nobody else can tell you i'm going to be honest with you i've had um people try and tell me or people trying and help um because they knew of him but couldn't explain it like i am now um but i, I ignored it but if you can listen to this podcast and you can hear similarities of people in your family or spouses or ex-spouses or whatever that use it i want i just want you to be able to be aware and get some help because you can't do this alone
because I guarantee you, I'm not doing this alone. I am doing the podcast, but this is not why I'm literally going through therapy right now for PTSD from this marriage. Okay, so number four, they wear you down over time. Um, Yes, this is one of the insidious things about gaslighting. It's done gradually. It's not like they show up today. It's a long, slow process. And if you ever heard of the analogy of the the frog in the frying pan, that's kind of what gaslighting does to you. It's not like you can jump in and they're going to gaslight you and you run away. No, they put a little bit of fire on under the pan heated up slowly and to the point you you're boiling and you don't even know you're boiling um number five their actions do not match their words so well they lie so you know their actions don't match their their words it's like they're you're dealing with a a, a person that has an identity crisis like they don't They'll say one thing, and, and and this is one thing. Like, and I'm a, I'm being blunt and honest, and like at the point where I'm I'm already lit, like I'm already gas lit already. So I'm like spilling all the beans because, the like the people that I used to deal with, like they would be wearing like hundred two hundred dollars suits with the three hundred dollar hat and like. And I remember my ex-husband used to go shopping. Like, I don't know where he got the money from. Well, I know now, hindsight. But he wanted these expensive things, these lavish things. And I'm I, I, I'm not materialistic. I, I, I shop thrift stores. And I just, I like to save a penny. But he wanted to do these lavish things. And I remember when I first met him, he was like, yeah, my parents... They live in this fancy, a huge house with a garage and and in the country and the property is all. And he's kept bragging about all of these things that they had. And I'm like, that's not impressive. Like, I liked him as a person. Like, yeah, I really did. Um, but he would, like, make everything so grandioso. And then when I finally went there, it was like regular house. And I was fighting roaches and I'm like wow like you keep like your action <laughs> yeah no you no okay anyway so number six so they throw in positive reinforcements to confuse you and that's true like I'm I <laughs> so one time we um they were just attacking me so bad to the point it was like silly things like they have, this was a very religious family. So it was all about God and, you know, there's ministers everywhere. And well, so everything was so like, almost like, this is very like symbolic religion. I wouldn't consider like following the Bible, but, um, the, the height of it had gotten so bad at one point where they were like attacking the fact that I wore tampons because it was stopping the blood and found scriptures on that you should, the woman shouldn't stop her bleeding and justified it by saying that 
I was um, in violation and I would be going to hell because I wore tampons. And I'm like, it was that petty. And it was like small things like that. And it was just like slowly boiling, little thing every day, every day, something else every day. And then we had to go to this wedding. And I remember going to the wedding. I, of course, dressed up. I love makeup. I love to, I like, I like to dress up. So I found this little $4 dress at the thrift store really cute fit beautifully put on my pearls because i love my pearls um put my hair up makeup i was gorgeous i knew i was um got lots of compliments and then they were showing me off at this event like we were the <laughs> we were best friends like i'm like serious <laughs> i was so confused because the pettiness and the gaslighting like that it was going on so intently and then it's like oh she's the best person in the world to the outside hmm, interesting but number seven they know confusion weaken, weakens people absolutely um gaslighters know that people have a sense of stability and normalcy their goal is to uproot this and make you constantly question everything I'm reading this directly from psychology today. I wish you would go out and read the article yourself. I'm skimming over it because I'm finding like, when I read, every time I read this, it, it just takes me to another place. I'm probably going to have to call my therapist. But anyway, so number eight um, says they project um, they are a drug user or a cheater, yet they are constantly accusing you of that. This is done so often that you start trying to defend yourself and you are distracting from the gaslighting lighters behavior. And that is so true. So they weren't drug users. I don't, well, one of my ex-husband's personality was a um, drug user. Weird. Um, cheater, I'm not sure. But I know it was a lot of things they would accuse me of. And I would be constantly in defense mode trying to defend who I was. And I I just, one, I didn't know what gaslighting was. So I didn't even know I was being lit. I had no idea. So I was just always in constant defense of, of myself everywhere to the point where like I it was crazy the things that I would do to try and defend myself and I was just burning myself it was like burning myself on both ends I remember the gaslighting had gotten so bad I didn't recognize that it was gaslighting but from this from reading this I know um that that's what was going on I was teaching we were both teaching at the same school and um, it was the pressure from the family and him and I was trying to explain it to my family and I'm like I need help somebody please help me because I don't know what's going on I was just boiling I was to the point where I was boiling and I didn't know what was going on I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't see like everything was dark and I knew I was going blind. I, I don't have any health problems. I mean, I'm a little chunky, but my doctor's records are like clean. I have no issues, um, no high blood pressure, no heart disease, anything. My, it's, it's crazy. So I, 
I couldn't see. I, I was just blind. So I, I tried, I woke up, um, my ex-husband up and I was like, um, call your mom. His mom, of course, is a nurse. So I was like, call her and tell, ask her what's going on and find out what's going on with me because I can't see. Um, as he was talking to her on the phone, you know, she was like, calm down and you probably stressed over something or whatever. So I, I just started to calm down and I, things started to get blurry. And I mean, like the light in my eyes were like the darkness was becoming the shade like gray. And, and I was just practicing breathing techniques and trying to just calm down so that I, I just could not believe I couldn't see a thing. And I just started to pray. And I, I prayed so much until I fell asleep sitting on the edge of the bed. And I remember the next morning when I woke up, I had the worst headache. I, could, I had vision, but my head was hurting so bad that I could, the pressure was like it was my my jaw my jawline my head was hurting this it hurt to see sunlight but I had to go to work so I got my daughter's dressed um, we worked in the same building um, and I took my daughters to school and we we went over to the school where we worked at and of course he we separated and went to our classes and I ended up calling the um, principal and I was like I my head is hurting so bad I can't I can't breathe like my head hurts and and I'm like I, I gotta go to the doctor I gotta go to the hospital I got I feel like I might be having a heart attack or a stroke I'm not sure so I called my doctor and let my doctor know and the principal let the both of us off um, and I he rushed me over to my doctor and my doctor did some tests and he was like, I'm sending you right now for a, a MRI. You're going, you're going now for emergency MRI. They're going to run some tests on your head. Um, CAT scan and the MRI both. He did both that same day. And um, I just remember he sent my um, ex-husband to get the car and he was like because I was holding my head he held me up against the wall this is my doctor and my doctor was like you're I'm losing you I'm losing you again you're like the walking dead if you don't pack your shit and leave you're gonna die and I remember what getting to the um, the the um, the whatever the imaging specialists and um, they did all of the tests and got back to my doctor and he put me on um, muscle relaxers <laughs> and what he said was you your stress is I'm so he was like you're so stressed and you're smiling trying to cover up because I smile all the time he's like you're smiling trying to cover up 
and you're hurting so bad that your muscles don't know what to do. And if you don't stop, you're going to have arthritis in your jaw bone, right? Like it was like my jaws were locking because I was smiling and the stress behind it was not even happiness. It was like I was fighting in my face to try and prove to people that I was in the best relationship and trying to prove to people that I was happy and I was not even sad. I was miserable. I was angry. It was terrible. But I just, that was like the pivotal moment that I talk about in the the first um, episode where the doctor told me if I don't pack my stuff and leave, I was gonna die but so number nine um they align they try to align people against you and i'm this one is like probably gonna knock a couple people out but uh, right now in this fight um after i decided to um well i didn't decide to walk away i decided to keep my children because it was based on keep the children or keep him um I lost like my family, like my family so believed in everything that he said. They, then, then I was called a liar. I was called, um, saying that I made things up and I was told that I was, I was like, even one of my close, um, family members, very close, very close to the point that we're like very close. We share the same bloodline, um, said that they wish that he could get the kids. They wanted him to have custody of the kids because they thought that I was crazy that's how the reaction from being gaslighting took me like I was boiling in the pot and I was reacting when he's he's very calm he doesn't say anything to anybody he sits there he reads books and he doesn't look like he's doing a thing but he's throwing rocks constantly and hiding his hand along with his family is really and oh it's so many instances where they were um aligning people against you i remember once a pastor called me and i i love working in the church that was one thing i did like i would just work you put i would go to a church and i constantly i would get up and i would just go to work i i loved working in the church um and we moved we moved to another city um and i was still traveling back and forth to the city to go to church even though it was almost an hour away but i remember right before we were leaving one day the pastor called me into his office and he was like let me let me talk to you a bit and he was like i got a call from your mother-in-law be careful and he pats me on the back he said i'm praying for you And that, and I don't know where to go with that, and I don't know how to take it, but I know number nine says, and of course I'm telling you I'm reading from psychology today and bringing stories from that, number nine. <laughs> yeah. So, and then number 10, of course, it says, they tell you, tell you or others that you are crazy. Now I'm getting that from, from a lot. I can, and I'm going to be honest. I wouldn't say that I didn't look crazy. 
I wouldn't say that. I if I were if I was looking at me from another standpoint, and when I did have that opportunity, because I told you in the last episode that I went on a vacation with a couple of friends, and it was a couple there that reminded me of of me, and she went cuckoo for cocoa puffs like she was fighting and she was calling names to her her boyfriend at the time and she was just losing it to the point where she looked insane and I would do the same it he would gaslight me to the point where I remember one time I had these beautiful vases in the living room I had got from the thrift store three beautiful decorative pieces and he had gaslit me so bad, and I, but I didn't know it was gaslighting. And I, he was just, just lying and being deceptive and manipulating and doing all this stuff. And then he would turn around and like f- flirt with people in, in front of my face, and and he denied me um, s- sexual activity. Like that, that's another story. Like, and he was just doing things to just irk me. The same thing that this guy was doing to the lady on vacation. And I remember taking three vases. I didn't hit him. I just threw them like around them just to let him know that I was angry. But to someone else looking at that, I looked crazy. I did. Interesting. However, you know (laughs) that the gaslighting will push a person to question their sanity. And, and that's where I was. And I thought he was okay. And now, of course, he shared with my my family members, a couple of them, that I am crazy. That she is. Something's wrong with her. And, and they believe it. They believe it to the point where a few, you know, the ones that are closest to me won't even um, talk to me other than saying hello. Um, And the last one, of course, is number 11. They tell you everyone else is a liar. And I would get that constantly. So when someone would tell me any information and I would fact check it with him and whatever, he would be like, no, they lying. Even his family, we would have meetings sometimes and the whole world was a liar. Like, people, people would like... I, I remember walking through town, and I used to walk through town. I used to take um, my daughters, I put them in the stroller. They were really young then, and I would push them around town just to get some exercise. As we live in a, a very small town, and I would meet people, and people in small towns, they'd be like, Who are you? Who are your people? You know? And I'm like, I'm not from here, I'm from this small town in another uh, state and then they'd be like well, well who are your people here aren't you married and they'll look at Maria I'm like yeah so I tell them and then I was like um <laughs> uh, yeah this is you know I married this guy and they're like oh and they were like well I don't really know him and then I was like oh but his his mother is his father is his oh poor baby and these like just random people would just tell me these stories of cruelty and how they were gaslighted but we didn't identify gaslighting then we had no idea what it meant then like I didn't know but they would tell me the stories and it would it would like line up with the things that I was going through and of course I'm like I would get back to the house and I'll be like uh I met 
such and such downtown today. And then they're like, mm-hmm. And they were like, well, you know, they lie. They lie over this. And I don't know the people in this town. I'm not from here. And they do. They would constantly tell me that these people were liars. But everyone that I met would say the same thing. They would tell me stories of how the man, they were manipulated and lied to or some people lost their jobs because of the the games that they would play in the those people's lives and they once they found out who I was married to they would tell me and I would hear when I would go back and say they would the family would say that these people were lying so bad to the point where I just stopped sharing the information. I just kept it to myself and I just realized I'm in a mess. I married a mess. <laughs>